0: Souls, we are here making spirits bright, coming to you on this Christmas episode. How is everybody doing? Fish? I'm doing great. Hey, <laughs> son of <laughs> <laughs> I, I expected you to go longer than that. Uh, you know, I just get right to the point. Yeah. Hey, I just roll. let it roll. Son of a nutcracker, I'm doing pretty good. <laughs>
1: All is calm, all is bright here on my side. Yeah,
2: <laughs> listen, I hear you boys are getting some snow out in the Midwest.
0: Oh, we're oh, yeah. dashing through it. Oh, yeah, oh. Liter- literally, literally, dashing through the snow. Yeah, it yeah. has been, it has been, been crazy. We had a good snowfall. It was one of the prettiest that I've seen. It was very nice. I mean,
1: it was just, it wasn't very heavy. Uh, the sky was, you know, navy blue midnight blue and it was just falling and it was just such a peaceful uh, calming snow and I looked at Holly and I said baby it's cold outside. Oh here we go
2: I, I, I will say Des you just painted a beautiful picture of that weather and I would rather take that over um, Sherman's awkward silent video he posted of him twirling <laughs> in the snow it was magical yeah Well, it wasn't
0: for us who had to watch it. (laughs) Well, you know, I then went inside and I slept in heavenly peace, you know? Oh, Oh, my goodness.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I think they're talking about baby Jesus, but we all know you view yourself as God.
0: Oh, Oh, my goodness. Well, it's done nothing but rain
2: here in West Virginia. I heard.
0: That's ugly. Some parts are under a a flood watch or something. It's my call Noah. Yeah. it's crazy.
2: We're we're all going to make our way to Kentucky and get in the ark.
0: That's where that thing's
2: at, isn't it? I've never been to it.
0: Yeah, it's like on the western side of Kentucky, I guess. Closer to you guys,
1: right? I heard it was somewhere on the lines of unbiblical.
0: (laughs) 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 I don't know. A lot of Christian people love it though. I'm playing, I'm playing. I was gonna
2: say I've heard more people love it than I've heard dislike it.
1: Yeah. Repeat the sounding joy, that's all I know. Yeah, keep it <laughs> up. Keep it up. Let it rip. Yeah, but I've never been.
2: I have not yeah. been either. I need to go one day.
1: Yeah. Well fish, how have you been?
2: Oh, I've been great. I've been I I am in my last week of work, um, before Christmas, which I guess this episode will air after Christmas. No, a uh, couple days from now. February oh, just a couple days from now. Okay, so yeah. the day Native this, this December's Native Souls Day, which is our last Native Souls Day of 2019, will be my last, last day of the work. Decade. My last really? day of work for the year. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah, we'll close. Now, We'll close for Christmas and or? no, no, they close. Well, the doctor takes <laughs> vacation, so we're they'll close the office and we'll be off till after the first of the year. And then it just so happens that um, the first week we're back to work. I'm actually on vacation on that family cruise, so that's wow. like in twelve days. Nice. Glory to the newborn king. Yeah. (laughs)
1: That's what I'm talking about, man.
2: So, well, what about you guys? How's Christmas shopping going? Are y'all done?
1: Uh, (laughs) No, I
2: mean, Sherman should be done. He's got less people
0: to shop for than me and Diz. I've got like 20 people. Are they all old women? Oh, my goodness. Yeah, but I'm already done. I got (laughs) it done in one day. Thank God. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> How do you shop for 20 people in one day? I don't know, but it, it was a Christmas miracle. That's what it was. Man, I was hoping well, you'd have, like, I have this formula. No, not really. I just I just went through, literally, all my nephews, I bought the same thing. Oh, nice. Uh, just, just different versions of them. They all got a remote control helicopter. Um, they're just different versions of each one, and then... Uh, the girls I tried to keep the same. The adults I switched up and just got what I thought everybody would like. So mm. it was pretty easy, though. Good deal. I got it knocked out pretty quick.
1: Well, we are later than ever um, on our Christmas shopping. We got a lot done today, um, but uh, didn't get everything done. Had a couple appointments that we had to had to get to and didn't didn't have a chance to finish. Um, but God is with us. I know that. <laughs> all I say is Emmanuel, God with us. I don't know. <laughs> Lord, Lord, help me.
0: That's all I know.
2: Oh, bring on the Christmas puns. I see. Yeah,
0: oh, yeah, yeah. I We're know. full of them tonight. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, well. I actually have. I think for the most part, I'm done. I may have like one or two things to buy, but. I finished Jess's Christmas last week, so um, I've got... I try to get her two or three things that, like, I have to put a lot of thought into and that mean a lot. Have They're very sentimental. And then also don't want to be that person that only gets her, like, sentimental things, so I try to get her just some random gifts that I feel like she will like. But the good news is, is that it's 2019, and I literally did almost every one of her gifts on... Uh, on amazon
1: wow nice i'm actually going out um because uh we're way too involved in um a bank account and budgeting so we see everything so i'm going out with cash and oh, getting everything, nice. the old school way so it's actually not fun i don't like it <laughs> your choices are limited yeah um i don't feel like i make spirits bright by by doing that so
0: (laughs) (laughs) i don't but there's a lot of options on where to go and stuff around here so that's cool Yeah. yeah it was very it was very nice because i literally drove 10 minutes and everything was at there you know i didn't have to go an hour away to like charleston or two hours away to huntington i mean i literally drove 10 minutes and everything was there for me to grab i was like that's pretty awesome yeah so That that sounds really, really wonderful. It was. It was the most wonderful thing of the year, really. I'll tell you
2: what's the most wonderful thing of the year, and Uh, that's that I'm going to not end this conversation, but I want to take a break, and I want us to pick this back up. But we are recording this late in the evening. Well, I mean, me in college would say this is like early afternoon, but this is late in the evening to my 32-year-old self. And so Mm. I'm drinking a cup of coffee, and I think while we talk about Christmas pleasantries, let's go ahead and tell the people what we're drinking, and let's enjoy our first sip so that we can unashamedly enjoy our coffee while we talk about these things. Let the
1: sleigh bells ring. Come on. That's
2: right. So what are you guys drinking?
1: We are drinking uh, Park Avenue coffee from St. Louis, and it is their holiday cheer blend. And if you want to know what that tastes like, it's got um, a little bit of vanilla, some toasted hazelnut, and the aromatics in it—cinnamon. Um, so oh wow, it's about—it's it. I- a medium roast. Man, it sounds great. It, it's really good. It's a very tasty cup of
0: coffee. I feel like it keeps the cold away. Really, yeah. it like warms your soul.
1: He's reading the description on the back. <laughs> and it puts okay. a
0: cheerful and it puts a cheerful smile on your face. I've been smiling ever since my first sip. That's that's oh, true. Well, yeah, that's true. Well, <laughs> oh, that's amazing. But this place
1: this place was really cool. The coffee shop was nice, very nice area. There was a chocolate bar right beside yes. this coffee shop, oh, which man. we didn't go to. Boo. Uh, it
0: was
1: a very nice area. Yeah. Oh, it was nice. Oh. What are you drinking?
2: I am having Santa's Christmas Grog uh, mm. from Old Village Roaster. It was one of the suggestions from
1: old Pete and Vicky out there. Okay, hold on one second. I don't feel like it's a Christmas podcast without having Old Village Roasters on here. I, have, I think I've had them every time. I think you have, and I like it. <laughs> I Go like ahead. it. Con- continue, sir.
2: So it is, um, it's really close to their... Highlander Grog coffee. So it's going to be your caramels and your, um, oh, I can't remember the flavors and I don't have the, uh, the luxury of having the bag right here next to me. Um, but it isn't, it's one of my favorite coffees, which I'm a big fan of Highlander Grog. Yeah. Um, And actually multiple places that I've had Highlander Grog, I've enjoyed it. So it seems to be one of my favorite flavors. But it's a very sweet tasting coffee. And then I've actually chosen this evening to add some uh, sweet cream to it. Ooh, now you're hitting the spots, Fish. This is is nothing more than a dessert cup of coffee.
1: Oh, come let us adore him. Well, with all of
2: that (laughs) said... Uh, We will adore him, but let's do it while we enjoy the sip of the month.
0: Here we
1: go.
2: Here we go, boys. Merry
1: Christmas.
2: (laughs) That is very good.
1: Let there be peace on earth. Mm, 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 mm. I got
2: to say, just want to do a shout out to Scotty Dingus, who has had me wanting a good cup of of pour over single single origin all day today. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So, and let it be known that Diz said that Death Wish Coffee is overrated.
1: I actually, I'm gonna go a step further, and <laughs> I actually hated Death with Death Wish Coffee. Why did you hate it? I actually thought High Voltage from Bones was the same thing, but better. I think it tasted better. Um, also um, if you're wanting a stronger coffee, black rifle, you just can't beat it and I feel like those coffees were so much smoother and better than Death Wish. Oh, and I wow. feel like Death I feel like Death Wish is way way overpriced. Like a box of the Keurig stuff is like 20 bucks at Kroger. Oh wow, I didn't
2: and know you could get Death Wish at Kroger.
1: Yeah, and I I didn't I didn't I wasn't a fan of the taste.
2: Hmm. And then I know that Death Wish has another flavor or something, Valhalla. I really want to try that yeah.
1: one. Yeah, yeah. I saw that and I really did want to give it a try because it looked, it sounded a lot better than just their regular, you know, Death Wish.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But I, I, I wasn't a fan when mm. I tried it. Yeah, I've never tried I, it. It struggled. I struggled to get through the bag, actually.
2: Oh wow. Um, I know. I know that I had some high voltage. And I wasn't crazy about that, but I don't know. It was given to me, so I don't know how old it was or anything like that. So, yeah, it's when when coffee's given to you, it's hard to tell what's impacting the flavors. That's true. But I still I drink it. I drink it all because I mean, I don't I try not to waste coffee if I don't have to.
1: Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Um, It it could be and I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of differing now. Um, with the whole single origin thing, um, I'm learning that, like, if you get a lighter roast, you're get, actually getting more of a caffeine punch than you do yep. with a darker roast. Yeah,
2: um, I had a blonde espresso, and I started yeah. having, like, a panic attack because I had so much caffeine.
1: Okay, so, yeah, let's talk about this for a second. Um, I had a straight shot of espresso at a local coffee shop, CXT, actually, and I had already had a cup of coffee that day, and it really messed with me. mm to the point where I Yeah, I'm not doing that again. It was
2: strong. I know that
1: if I have mean, I have, a, I have like a light.
2: threshold on coffee and then there's a fine line of like I can have usually like four, five cups. Um and this is like for me when I was uh director of lifeline like the children's pastor at Lifeline Church. I could have Sunday morning easily between 7 and 2 o'clock, not have anything to eat, but drink five or six cups of coffee. coffee. And literally by the time that last cup hit, like I'm getting jittery, my hands are shaking, I'm like, okay, I'm ready to eat.
1: That's Um, very similar.
2: So it doesn't really really happen now, but I will say that um, when I go to a coffee shop that you can kind of tell that their main... Uh, Thing they're gonna want me to get is espresso. If I don't want just a shot of espresso, I've learned just to get an americano because it's just a cup of coffee. Yeah,
1: Mm -hmm. it's good. The americano's are great. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to. I was trying to remember. Oh, so I've kind of fallen in love with the Mexico blend, which I've never really, I've never really dug into until recently, and it's got this rich dark chocolate to it that it's just so it's so good but it, hmm. and it's also kind of darker and it gives me the balance because i love a dark coffee but i'm also changing towards a lighter so it kind of still gives me that middle i mean it's kind of a medium <laughs> so, hmm. it's, it's really good no I've, I've really
2: been loving um the fruity notes that are known for like the kenyans and oh yeah and those blends of a single origin and And it was, it's just, I don't know why, but I guess where it hits on the palate, it gives me like a full experience. I get that coffee taste, then on the back end, Mm -hmm. I'm going to get those
1: acidic notes or even fruity notes, which I really enjoy. Yeah, and that's kind of why I've fallen in love with the Guatemalan, um, like the Guatemalan flavor, because it is really, it has some citrus to it. And also, um, oh, there's another one. I think it might be peru that's that's really um citrusy but i i I might be wrong on that one because i've tried a lot recently but when i taste it just the christmas bells are ringing so that's me with all coffee yeah yes and sherman just sits here in silence yeah away in a manger because
2: he's somehow in our (laughs) coffee expert uh group sermon's silent night over here (laughs) so sherman what's the best cup of coffee you've drank other than the one that you
0: got to read the description off the bag, tell us, Sherman. <laughs> um, I will say that one that we had not too long ago that you got from the um, orchard. Mm, um, it was like their fall blend or whatever.
1: Oh, the Tanner's Orchard. Yeah, and you liked the. You, did you was like it the caramel apple? apple?
0: Yeah, that's that what was you liked. Really
1: good. Yeah, you really liked that. Did he? he really went on about that for a while, well, to the point I just gave it to you. I just gave it to him. He did. He gave me the whole bag. I wasn't a big fan. Oh wow, not well. I'm sorry. I, I was. I liked it, but not enough to make it every morning. You know what I mean? Yeah. So speaking of flavors of coffee, can we
2: talk about Oh Fudge by Bones Coffee? Has anybody tried it yet? <sighs>
1: I, man, I, I just didn't get it. I oh, I loved it.
2: Yeah, I loved it.
1: I'm, I'm bummed that I didn't get it. It just didn't fall on, you know, with everything that's been going on. I just didn't have a chance to sit down and order it, and it wasn't in a budget and all of that mm. stuff, you know. Yeah, I've, I've enjoyed it. I really wanted to try
2: it. Um, Which I so. don't think I would have gotten it, but my dad got, got me a bag for my birthday,
1: so is it, is it just fudge or chocolate on chocolate or it's like what is it, it like?
2: It's really like, it's got a chocolate fudge taste to it. Okay. I can't really say peanut butter comes through because I've had their peanut butter and jelly coffee and you can really taste that peanut butter in that. Um, but it's like a chocolate fudge and it comes through so good.
1: Mm.
2: Which that I think, so I think they're grow like that business has to be growing and so they're flavors are getting, all these new flavors roll out, get, just get better and better. hmm So tell me about the peanut butter and jelly real quick. It was actually one of the first, uh, first bag that I ever personally had myself that I, like I bought, I had the sample pack and the first one was the uh, chocolate raspberry, which is really good. Yeah, I loved it. Second bag I got into was the uh, peanut butter and jelly. And it's, okay. it's one of those things that if you're curious, you need to check it out because it will reward you for being curious because it's a good cup of coffee. Um, but as far as, like, an everyday, like, drink, let's go, like, I don't think it's there. It's one of those that I would love to have a bag of, and then whenever I have company— don't tell anybody what I'm making yeah. but I'm gonna make a pot pour that out and let you know let it let everybody and be like wait what is this this tastes like peanut butter and jelly
1: and it just yeah, it, I it, think um, it really captures the essence of peanut butter and jelly I think a lot of bones coffee is leisure coffee like you're not gonna drink it every morning
2: mm.
1: for me that's that's for me I'm not gonna drink bones coffee every single morning um but I like it I, I drink it. It's
2: it's my it's my main go-to. I mean, right now I've been going really back and forth between my Christmas flavors, and I picked some up at Old Village, and so I've been drinking really going between uh, West Virginia White Christmas and then uh, Santa's Christmas Grog. Um, I actually had a couple cups of O Fudge, and I went. I'm saving that. I love that so much. Um, But just the other night, I polished off the last of uh, gingerbread from Bones Coffee, and um, I've been working on white chocolate peppermint by Bones, Mm -hmm. which is another one that I like. And actually, this bag's from last year, and it's still holding up well, which really impressed me. Yeah. Um. So and then so I have I have uh, electric unicorn, and then their uh, macadamia nut coffee that are like waiting on me to finish my Christmas stuff. But
1: so right now I have pretty much nothing but Christmas flavors. Um, I went to a local farmer's market and I've actually featured this brand on the podcast before, but I can't remember what blend or flavor that I had. Um, but it's uh, country, country Something Coffee, <laughs> and they have all kinds of Christmas flavors, and I load it up oh, nice. um, d- one day when we were there. And I got um, Jingle Bell Java, which is like a raspberry and vanilla.
2: Oh, that sounds really good.
1: Yeah. And then I, I might have sent you a picture of them. And then um, Noel, which is a uh, toasted cinnamon cookie. Yes, and you then- did
2: send me these because I was
1: really <laughs> impressed with them. Yes. And then St. Nicholas, which has actually become our favorite, and that is a chocolate pecan log. Oh, that sounds it's, really good too. Oh, it's so perfect. So but I wanted to feature a different coffee from a different city on here, and so that's why we went with Park Avenue. Sherman is sitting here like he is just bored to death.
0: I'm watching the lava land. <laughs> it's got oh me mesmer- mesmerized. Oh helping Jesus. Mm-hmm.
1: Away in a manger. <laughs>
2: Well, so yeah, gentlemen, let's go ahead and start talking about some Christmas stuff. Man, I am so excited about Christmas. I am too. It can't get here soon enough. But that's me every year. That's been me since I was a little kid.
1: Yeah, yeah, I love it. And I, to, well, I will say that this year it seems like because we've been doing everything, it seems like it's 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 came faster than usual. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now I'm kind of like, oh, man, Christmas is literally a week from now. Yeah. and
2: Well, for us, um, it's been—December's been murder's row for us of first week of December is live nativity with Jefferson Avenue Church of God. And, like— Jess was something with that every night of the week leading up for like two weeks. And yeah. and even I had to like break out like my video editing skills and I made a commercial for the church to play. And, and I did like the video that plays on screen and, um, and then we end live nativity and go directly into her doctoral graduation, which brings its own stress, all the while, she's working, seeing patients, and then I have my life going on, which is not as difficult as hers, but still, you know, I had things going on that I couldn't put on hold, right. um, and so then we're going, like, we have this week, which we sat down and did the bulk of our Christmas shopping Sunday um, right. after seeing two of our friends off who, uh, um, the, the wife of our, of this couple that we, uh, really love and enjoy, uh, went through this doctoral program with Jess. We saw them off to their home. Uh, they live in Vermont now. Um, and we, then we sat on the couch and we did Christmas shopping, which, which was cool because while we were shopping, I, while she was shopping, cause I did most of mine already. Um, I watched for the first time uh white Christmas which is on Netflix have you guys ever seen that movie
0: yeah I hated yeah it. I'm not a big fan oh <laughs> I, I
2: I really enjoyed it but um I enjoy those callbacks which now it would be a callback to of uh, That time of the 50s and things like that. Like, I enjoyed the show Mad Men because of the time period set in. Mm. Oh, and I love so that, Good
1: show. There Good are show.
2: references and things like that that I really, really enjoy. So I enjoyed White Christmas. I enjoyed uh, the show. I actually enjoyed the way that people talk because I feel like people don't talk that way in movies anymore. Right. Um and so it was just really a little bit of nostalgia mm. for me. Um it's so true. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it a whole lot. I will say I one thing I did not like is that I kept waiting for Bing Crosby's character to sing White Christmas the way exactly. that it's recorded and yeah. he never does. But I will say that in the beginning of the movie um for, and this is a uh, for anyone who hasn't seen it, it starts out with them in uh, World War II. They're probably in the European theater, what, what it looks like. And they are just trying to entertain themselves, uh, what, on Christmas or Christmas Eve or something like that? Mm. And he sings, like his his version of White Christmas, which really is stripped down, what would be just him singing there with the troops and the guy playing it on the music box. I thought was very powerful. And it was really the thing that like anchored me into the movie of, wow, this is amazing. So I will say that even though I didn't get the version that I wanted, the version, the first version they gave me, I really enjoyed. Yeah. Um, but the closing version, the finale, I wasn't crazy about it. Um, yeah, so I can see that. Yeah. So we are like, it's like, it's hard to believe that Christmas is, next week.
1: Yeah, man. You know what I need to do? Um, I need to get caught up on my Father uh, or Letters to Father Christmas book.
2: Oh, I haven't even got mine out. I'm reading Christmas or The Cricket on the Hearth by Charles
0: Dickens. What do you think about it? Yeah, tell us.
2: It's very, it's a difficult read because I don't speak, um, Mm, I don't speak from that era. Yeah, You know, I don't know what you'd call that English, but I don't speak it. And right. so I, uh, I mean, I read it slowly and I, there's a point that I'm reading it out loud just so I can kind of keep up with what character's saying what and what's going on. And, and like the part where the, the kettle and the cricket are like talking back and forth in the very beginning. Right. I was like, holy cow, this is tying my brain in a knot. So
1: I, um, I got this book and if I mean, there's plenty of time to read it. It took me literally five minutes to read it. It's called the gift of the Magi and it's only 16 pages. It's by, um, Oh geez, something Henry. And it is a very, very powerful book. Um, it's basically about a husband and a wife who don't have a lot and they are wanting to buy gifts for each other. And it's just a very powerful read and You know that watched, there's there's the cartoon about the gift of the Magi. I was gonna say if you've watched Once Upon a um what what is it, uh, Christmas or Mickey the Mickey's Christmas. Once Upon a Christmas or Twice Upon Yes, a, but it it's, yes. it
2: even says in there it's uh the gift of like it breaks it down and it's called the gift of yeah. the Magi.
1: That's exactly right and and I bought it before I watched that. Um, well, of course I watched it a long time ago, but. Um, I was watching it the other day, and I was like, "Man, I'm, all, you know, I got to read that book." And it's so good, and the cartoon is just good too. So,
2: hmm, I love yeah, it. I need to check out the book then.
1: Yeah, not bad. I paid three ninety nine for it on Amazon. Well nice. Uh, yeah, just a little. I was wondering why it was so cheap, and then I got it, and it was 16 pages. And I was like, oh, well, that's probably why it was cheap. <laughs> Sherman's falling asleep, guys. I'm just letting you know. I'm letting you know this is the type of dedication you get from the podcast. This guy over here has fallen asleep. So you know what, Sherman? You're excluded from the rest of the conversation.
0: Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Drive home. <laughs> you know what? Save Santa a trip. You're on the naughty list.
2: <laughs> as cold as it is there, that's not a bad thing.
1: <laughs> You're right, yeah. A little, a little yeah, cold true. to keep
2: yourself warm,
1: yeah. That's, that's true. Uh, it is, uh, you know, it's a season to be freezing, you know. <laughs> that's
0: so true, yuck.
1: But Sweet. I love it.
0: I'm glad I don't like cold weather as long as it's snowing. I love it. If it's just cold and dreary, I don't like it. Well. Your heart is cold and dreary, so... That's what I've been told several times. By who? Uh, the list is long <laughs> for me to even start.
2: Okay, okay. So, guys, what are we going to talk about to um, not only... You know, you got to think about it this way. We're not only uh, t- what we're going to talk about in December, but what are we going to talk about to close out this season of the Native Souls
1: well, let's talk about... I don't know. What do you want to talk about,
0: Sherman? Me?
1: Let's talk about um, Christmas memories, right? Is that yeah, what we talked about? Is that what gonna, we... Yeah. Is that what we went with? Craziest Christmas memories? Is that what uh, we said?
0: I think I think that would be good. He's really distracted me, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just sitting I'm here. I'm really distracted. I'm just sitting here, not doing anything. Oh, goodness.
1: He's either falling asleep or his <laughs> legs are bouncing like the, <laughs> like a jackrabbit. <laughs> Help him. (laughs) I don't know what to do. (laughs) Let there be peace on earth. (laughs) Let it begin with me. Okay.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So, Sherman, Sherman, to keep you awake, why don't you share with us
0: one of your favorite Christmas memories? One of my favorite Christmas memories would have to be Christmas 2009. And... It was the snowstorm. Are you came. serious? No, hold on. That's mine. <laughs> <laughs> That's where I was going. You're kidding. I promise. <laughs> Go it's ahead. It's probably the same story. Go ahead. It probably is the oh same story. Oh, my gosh. So, basically, we had a big snowstorm <laughs> in 2009, <laughs> like two weeks before Christmas. Oh, yeah. And the night the, the snowstorm hit... Uh, me and my mom was at Walmart and in the middle of us being in Walmart, it was kind of a bigger storm than what they thought it was going to be. Oh yeah, it was. And we ended up with like two feet of snow and um, on our way home, like it started when we were shopping and then on our way home, like we can barely get home. We get home and we had bought all the groceries for Christmas dinner and everything. We put the groceries up and the power goes out. And we ended up having to put all the food in the snow. We literally buried it. Well, there goes my story. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> I'm so sorry that I took your We should have talked about this. <laughs> we before. really should have.
2: We did. You just were very vague with you what did, your story was, Diz. You,
0: you didn't tell us what our what your story was because you either. because
2: the way you presented this to us, we ask like we were like yeah you're gonna go last because of your story
1: yeah like we
2: did talk about you can't say we didn't talk we did talk about
0: this you were just very vague i guess i should have talked about it with sherman yeah (laughs) so so anyway we put all our food we buried it in snow and it literally stayed for two weeks in the snow uh and we were snowed in for two weeks no electricity No nothing. Um, We have, back where I live, where I was raised up at (laughs) Saran, almost in Mango County, Um, we had well water. So when the electric is out, also our water's out. Um, So I'd have to go every day just to be able to flush the toilet. I'd have to go into the creek and get the water. It was literally like pioneer days. Pioneer days. So how'd you bathe? Well, actually, uh, we took... um, There was enough water the first couple of days stored that we could take showers. And then after that, we were done. Um, And then we ended up having to take, like, one day, I think we took a four-wheeler down to my aunt and uncle's house because they actually had uh, power and stuff and water. So we ended up going there. But uh, the best thing, I am so sorry, Diz. (laughs) No, it's okay. (laughs) Diz is better because we had generators. So you know what? You just beat me. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Listen, we didn't have nothing, and my mom, she has a wood-burning stove to keep things warm.
1: You know why? You know to keep it warmer. Just,
0: just <laughs> so we would cook on that. I was literally living in the 1800s, y'all. And <laughs> but the best thing about it was was that we didn't care. We didn't have internet. We didn't have any of that. We couldn't leave yeah. uh, because where we live, it's the last place to even get any type of uh, any type of road thing going to get us dug out. So uh, we were. living. Literally the last ones. Same, and, literally same. <laughs> and so for two weeks, we literally sat in the house, played Monopoly, um, just sat in the living room. When it got five o'clock and it was dark, we went to bed. Uh, we woke up right when it came daylight and we just done the same thing every day. And I will say the best thing that ever happened on Christmas Eve, the power comes back on. It was a Christmas miracle. You
1: know what, Sherman? That's exactly <laughs>
0: Okay. I can't get over it. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) What is the point of telling
1: mine now? Now you tell yours. Yeah, go ahead. Just just
2: let it rip, this.
1: The only difference is this happened on Buffalo Creek and not Sarah Ann. And I had a generator. I didn't have wood fire burning hey, hold on a second. Hold on
2: a second. Don't sound so defeated. Speak your truth, man.
1: I don't have a truth anymore. <laughs> <laughs> My truth was taken and ripped out from under me. Oh no! no uh, really, um, the highlight of 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 that year was the fact that it brought so many of us together. Yeah, because we had no choice. Really? Um, <laughs> I mean, literally, like literally, we had no choice. Um, and it was just kind of a beautiful time. Like I remember going over to my aunt's house which we kind of all lived in that little circle or whatever and we went over there and I remember walking back over at, on on New Year's Eve or uh, not New Year's Eve Christmas Eve and I saw the whole neighborhood light up for with power Oh uh, wow you saw the entire neighborhood like go up Yeah yeah it, That's it lit, a lit up cool when the when the power came back on the whole neighborhood came back on and it was like oh my gosh we can have Christmas now but There was a moment where we were all sitting around and we said, you know what? We kind of wish the power was back We're fine if it doesn't come back on. You know, because it was just such a time where we came together. And you're right. We had, I mean, we had Christmas ham, Christmas turkey all out. (laughs) You'd walk out into the yard and, and dad, only dad knew. Where the food was, okay? Mm-hmm. Why he strategically put it places, I have no idea. But we'd walk out and say, Dad, where's the ham? Oh, that's over there by the shed. I'm like, okay, why? But isn't there, it, yeah. it
0: amazing that it stayed frozen? It stayed frozen. And stayed. no animal tried to get it or anything. Like, no. That's how it we worked. And
1: it really was so deep, though. The snow The it snow was, like, was so it deep. It was over two feet deep. Yeah, wow. and it was, it was the craziest. Crazy. Still to this day, the craziest snow I've ever lived yes. through, I've ever seen. Um, I mean, just... And it was, so, it was one of those, like... Uh, It was the heavy snow, so the power lines were all, like, laying down to the ground, and uh, transformers were blue, and...
0: So we didn't have any cell service, nothing where I was. No, it was crazy. And we take a four-wheeler... A couple days after, we get our four-wheeler out, and we go to the top of the mountain, Horsepin Mountain, and on our way, like, it's nothing but trees down, power lines down. Yeah. Um... I will tell you that the craziest moment was when I was sleeping the night of the storm and all of a sudden I hear this tree falling Mm -hmm. and I literally jumped out of bed because I thought it was coming into my room. Yeah. I go out the next day and it's literally like within a foot of my bedroom. Wow. wow. Yeah, it was crazy. But uh, a couple days later when we took the four-wheeler to the top of the mountain People had left their cars. It looked like something out of an, ap- an apocalyptic movie. It, it was scary. It was like people had just abandoned their vehicles, yeah. parked in the middle of the road. Yeah, uh, you know, it was it was really crazy. It was, and I thought
1: about I could I could I just could think about that movie. There was a movie about Alaska where they go into thirty days a night, and these vampires yes, come yes. out. Oh gosh. And They just they just ravish everybody, and I'm like, oh my gosh. Like, this is what's going to happen. That was what we were living in. Because I lived at Buffalo Creek.
0: And I lived at Sarah Ann.
1: Yeah, and you don't know what you don't know what people come out of the dark, you I know. I mean,
0: people are on meth. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> this is just wild. An ob- just an observation, okay? <laughs> this, has t- this has took a Christmas turn, okay? Were people on meth in 2009, though? Probably. I, I feel like they were. Meth I- isn't that new. I'm sorry, I don't know my drugs too well. we are we gonna like start like, oh, it's not alligator. <laughs> but I can say that every for the last few years, I mean, I think about how awesome it would be to go back. And I mean, I know it sounds crazy for your wanting your electric to go out and be. Yeah, but we had a white Christmas. Yes, we did have a very white Christmas. Um, I mean, if, if you mean was, that, commit awesome. to it. Don't pay your power bill. <laughs> It's yeah. so true. I'd
1: rather have the snow than the no power. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. i
1: rather really have all. I mean, the snow was just, and it was beautiful though.
0: Yeah, and it was just a good time to look. Li- I mean, literally, life just stopped. Yeah, and it was good, you know. Yeah, and my yeah. whole fan. The good thing was, like you, you, your family lives around. Your family is kind of like my family. We all very live yeah, very right similar, there. Very similar. So, um, you know, it was awesome. We didn't have to go anywhere to see everybody. I mean, we literally just. Stayed with each other, yeah, and we all. all huddled, yeah. Right
1: there, yeah, it was it was the time that I remember out of all of the Christmases, where there wasn't a hustle and bustle. Yeah, no, no yeah. one was in a hurry because you couldn't go anywhere. The the state roads actually couldn't get to you, and they I, we wasn't a priority, just like you said. Yeah, we wasn't a priority, and then you had a lot of the trucks going up in the mountains, and they they were having to cut down trees because mm-hmm. trees had fell, or not cut down, but cut trees out of the way and all this stuff. So we couldn't go anywhere. Mm-hmm. And so we had no choice but to be together. Yeah. And I sit there and I think, man, you know, now living nine hours away, it's like I, I wouldn't mind having that time back. You know what yeah. I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't mind being there because we get so much in the hustle and bustle of things. And it's, it's easily done. It's just like, like we were just talking. Christmas has came. It's, it's coming and almost gone and it's like where did december go where did november go
2: yeah
1: you know um it seems like yesterday i was planning for a fall festival now we're planning to to go home for christmas it's like what happened and i know it's the hustle and bustle but man let's just slow time down and just take in those moments again Mm -hmm. you know yeah so
2: no y'all are coming home for who Sherman, are you coming home for christmas
0: oh yeah are are y'all
2: carpooling
0: we are not, but I think we're actually leaving he's, the same day. He's staying long, man. I'm like, Shh. yeah. He's only staying for seven days. I'm staying for like twelve or thirteen days. Yeah. Well, I got a dog to board, so yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't have that responsibility. Right. I, I can
1: I can only afford so many days of boarding Apollo in his little puppy hotel. So good for you, Sherman.
0: Yeah, I'm pretty excited. I'll be able. I'm planning on being at West Logan for a Sunday, which will be fun. You know, so
1: yeah, I can't make all that list of things. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm just gonna go one place, and if they want to come see me, then they come see me. Uh, yeah, you go. know, I, I probably should do that. I'm actually, I, I, we got a we got a full itinerary. Um, well, I would say a, so? You got to drive like yeah, we got a, we got an itinerary full yeah. of things
0: to do. So see, when, the good thing when I get home, I stay in Logan. Like I don't have anywhere else to go other than Logan. Poor you, you have like Parkersburg and. All that to go to. Yeah, we got some places to go. There's, it's there's, going to be fun. I there's think.
2: a good trade-off in all of that travel. I can tell you that much, Sherman. Uh, if you don't know, it's you know being married and what comes with marriage.
0: Well, yeah, he don't know anything <laughs> about that. I mean, I'm sure there are uh, definitely some benefits to that. There
1: are women, Sherman. There are the women oh species. yeah. And, the, and he, So we're going to take you all the wow. way back to Genesis. Yeah, and God yeah. saw that
2: Adam was lonely and he needed a helpmate, and so he made him to fall asleep. He's
1: just ignoring now and combing his beard. That's what's happening.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but, yeah. But, yeah, I'm excited about it, and... Um, we're actually uh, planning on doing some things around New Year's Eve here because they got a lot going on uh, here in the city. So we're just going to be back for that and kind of rest up and get ready for the new year. Get ready for that Daniel fast, you know what I'm oh, saying? Oh, yeah, that Daniel <laughs> 21 fast. 21 days of Jensen Franklin fasting. What? <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Jensie.
0: Oh, Jensie, all right. Has your church ever done the Daniel fast? Yeah, we done it last year. Oh, yeah, you were here for last year. Had they done it before? Yes,
1: they do it every year. See, you
0: know, uh, Oasis has never done it before. Oh, wow. So it'll be their first time doing it. Well, hopefully they get spiritual. <laughs> just like, <you> wow. <laughs> I'm playing a lot of churches. A lot of churches don't. That's normal. Yeah. It's just crazy because we were kind of like raised in it. And yeah, there's a lot of churches that
1: don't. I, I was never introduced to it until I was about uh twenty twenty one. I mean, I was I was late. I was late to the game. Mm-hmm. So.
2: Well, you know what, guys? I've not shared my favorite Christmas memory.
1: Yeah, I'm excited, Fish. Tell oh. us about it.
2: Um. So, number one, um, I remember the crazy blizzard of 2009, and um, I don't think I think I was without power for like two days. Is all. So, and then I lived, like, but I was out in Monroe County, so, like, it's Booger Woods, but somehow we got our power <laughs> on pretty quickly. Um, but my favorite Christmas memory comes, um, I would say that, um, it's f- from out of one of, like, the toughest moments, um, of, of my life, uh, or not my life, but in, in my family, um. Gosh, it's it's kind of a crazy situation, but uh, just it feels like one day uh, out of nowhere, which that's not true. We could see we've seen it coming, but my grandparents just got divorced. Money is to in in play, and like there's all these uh, situations that play into this divorce, but. my parent my grandparents get a divorce, and it's my dad's family. and my dad's the peacekeeper. and so he is just trying to uh, build a bridge with both of of his parents and be there for both of them and and it's, you know, not a simple divorce or easy divorce because um they had just there was a lot of stuff on the line and um and I remember. One thing you got to understand is that my love for Christmas comes from my dad. Uh, Christmas is just such a huge deal. Um, I don't know if I've shared it on the podcast, but I've even recently had conversations of, like, in our family, birthdays aren't that big of a deal. Uh, Mom will just cook dinner, but you don't really get a gift, per se. Um, Especially growing up, we didn't have parties, like, every year. Like, that just wasn't a thing, but... They always went all out for Christmas and so mm-hmm. dad was dad kind of sets the standard for what Christmas looks like but I mean this is the guy that uh, f- you know the Monday after Thanksgiving when he's getting ready for work I can remember waking up getting ready for school and he's got Christmas music just blaring all over the house through the surround yes. sound system. I mean, that was the morning getting ready and and you're going through and he's watching Christmas movies. And he's got his list of things that, you know, I've got to watch this movie. I've got to make sure I get this one in. And and I remember um, as I got older, Dad started to cook and he enjoyed baking and cooking. And so now he spends Christmas Eve and literally spends the whole day... Baking, he does pumpkin rolls, he does different desserts, and, I mean, just, there's, like, there's always something going on that he's m- moving and working to stay in the Christmas spirit. That's um, Santa level. Yeah, I mean, he this is the guy that, like, helped really develop my love for Santa for the Christmas season because, I mean, he has a, like, he's the one that decorates the Christmas tree, Christmas music's going. This year... Side note: This year, he bought um, a train and train tracks that you put way up in the tree. It anchors to your tree, and so he's oh, got wow. he's got a train that sits like I think it's like six feet off the ground, maybe shorter, but it's up in his tree, and it's like it's really cool. Um, he does a Christmas village that like it's the like glass porcelain I don't know what you'd call them but little figurines and like he sets up a village it's got roads it's got snow people are coming and going there's a band like there's all these things going on and so this Christmas that I've been talking about where my grandparents are getting this divorce and it happens um, right in the fall going into the winter it is this whole drawn out process um but you can tell that dad's not feeling it christmas morning um actually my grandma had called him and upset him like we're going through uh just really a tough time because we're watching dad try to keep the peace and it's weighing on him heavy christmas morning comes he's he's you can tell that he's sad christmas music's not playing and he's trying his best to put on a brave face and get through the day. But you can tell he's just really upset. And, and, and it ends up, this like, this whole process of this divorce becomes his whole life because if he's with one parent, they're talking about the other. I mean, mm-hmm. if he's with his dad, he's talking about his mom. If he's with his mom, she's talking about his dad. And see, Like, he can't escape it. And, and, uh, but what happened is I have two nieces. And my oldest niece, Kinley, I want to say she wasn't even two at the time. But we really, like I really say that Kinley saved Christmas this year. It's one of my favorite miracle, or favorite Christmas memories. Because we got to watch, like, my dad watch my niece enjoy just one of those little tykes basketball goals. And you just saw, like, the Christmas tree come on in his eyes. And, and all of a sudden, he was back in it. And, and so you, you could just see such a huge difference between my dad at, like, 8 a.m. And then my dad at, like, 10 a.m. When my brother and his family, you know, got down there to open presents with us and it was so it was so cool it's it's just it's one of those that's like man i'm so thankful for that moment and i'm thankful for family because no one expected that to be the thing that really got dad out of that funk because it was like if christmas can't do it i don't know what can and so mm-hmm. you know it's just That's just something, and I want to connect it back to Claws, because we were talking about that in our text thread, but um, one of the things that stood out to me about Claws is that um, the town was such a terrible place, and as he, even though he was doing it for his own selfish gain, as the kids kind of transformed and changed and... There's such power and, and transform and transformative power that can come out of just the laugh of a child and a kid having fun. That that's what yep. began to change the town. It wasn't really what that he what he was doing. It was what the kids were doing. They were, and so that that's really been even I think maybe something that's why I connect to the story of that movie, Claws.
1: Yeah. So it's just a good story. And there there was a quote in that movie that I'm literally, I think I'm going to do a sermon series on next year because it is just so powerful, and it was the woman that said, she was she was on one side, she was the bad woman on the other, like on one side, but she was like, we built this town on contentment and hate,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and we don't want to change. And we don't want to, mm-hmm. yep. Wow. And I'm like, oh my goodness, like this is so many people. Yeah, I mean, like they need to hear this. I mean, that that's it shouldn't be lost on people that
2: the desire to not change was the uniting factor between
1: those two families. Yes, they literally hated each other, but then joined forces because we're going to call a truce. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, it was it was a powerful movie. I, I just sat there and I shouted. Holly was like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "This movie is preaching to me right now." So. Good stuff and good story, Fish. That was a powerful story.
2: Yeah. Nice. So I don't really have anything about the family bonding over coal fires and and <laughs> cold showers, but yeah, sermon sermon ruined it all. But but you brought it back home
0: for us. So. Wow.
2: So. But you yeah. you said, Diz, you told us that you wanted to transition into something a little more serious. So where were you going to take us?
1: I was going to take us to um, bonding with family. <laughs> 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 I tell and you, it, I, I love... you Went there naturally.
2: Yeah, I did. I mean, it, but it's Christmas, you know. That's what that's what yeah. it's all about. Yeah. Um, actually, in that nativity live nativity, uh, my biggest thing of talking about, um, you know, in that commercial we shot is I told I told the lady who was presenting, you know, just this invitation to church. Um, Christmas is all about family, and so there's no better place together with family than at church. And, uh, and one thing about Jefferson Avenue Church of God is they want, they, they thrive and desire the feeling of family. Rod constantly tells people, once you've been here once, you're family. And, and, and so that's what they live for. They live, eat, and breathe the family aspect of, of church. And so it's such a huge deal that I was like, man, that's what people are thinking about. And and so, um, you know, if people have family, they're trying to get to family. And the only people who don't want to be around family at Christmas are the people who've been absolutely destroyed by their family.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. So
2: uh, the the family is such a powerful thing, especially this time of year, because, like I said, I love the stuff that I get. Um, you know, books that I've asked for this year. I'm looking forward to hopefully opening. I don't know, um, but I know that what I'm really looking forward to is time with family, spin around a table. Hopefully there's card games, um, you know, just things like that where um, I'm not worried about what's going on in my phone or in social media because um, I feel like as... I don't know if it's the older I get that I'm just becoming more aware of what our society, our culture, and even the world's like. But I know that the older I get, the less that I want to know what's going on out in the world. Come like, on now! Like mm-hmm. the tool that Facebook has become that connects me to everyone, I've just reached the point where I'm like, I don't care about people's opinions this much anymore.
1: Yeah, that's and, true. And so, uh, like, I'm, I want to be—I
2: want to be sitting around a table. Eating good, good snacks, drinking like my thing is. I feel like when I'm at home uh, with my parents, uh, there's just always we're always drinking coffee. Um, but yeah. like, like I said, my dad's. I've sent y'all pictures of my dad's uh, coffee stash. Yep. And he's got. I don't. He may have every flavor of bones. I don't know. He he's had it or he has it currently, and he has an amazing stash of uh, black rifle coffee. Nice. So it's That's like, my like I go home and I'm like, I want to just drink coffee all day long. I mean, he had, um, he had Harry and David's coffee, which is uh, on my list to drink because I've heard of that. They have amazing coffee. Um, they, I tried to order online, but they don't have any breaks on shipping, so I was gonna pay like fourteen dollars an item on shipping, oh. um, but. I don't know what would be close for you guys, but the closest store for people in West Virginia is at the Tanger Outlets in uh, Sevierville, Tennessee. So okay, uh, right. if anyone's ever down there, because I feel like every time I'm down there, I see someone from West Virginia that I know, um, go to Harry and David's and try their coffee. They have an amazing banana coffee. Uh, they have an amazing oh. cherry cordial coffee.
1: Oh, Um, that's my jam! Oh,
2: their cherry cordial is so good. I love cherry cordial. Yes, so. Mm. Hmm. But anyways, to get back, um, you know, drinking coffee, playing card games, not worried about my phone, Um, and and actually. Uh, I am on my phone less now that I'm married because the only person that I'm worried about what they're doing or what they have to say is usually
1: sitting in the room with me thank you man Thank you. I try to preach that to Sherman all the time. Oh, my goodness. I actually just had to nudge him and get him off his phone because he was over here (laughs) just scrolling through Instagram like he doesn't have anything to do right now. (laughs) It's like, if we can't be in the moment here in this conversation, then get off the podcast. In all seriousness, I'm with you.
0: (laughs) Oh, my goodness.
2: So, um, but, I mean, do y'all have, like, what's... What's going to be like for you, Diz? Have you guys established like a uh, Illinois Christmas tradition?
1: Oh man, um, well, there's just uh, there's so much that goes on here. Like every weekend, there's some kind of big thing. So our our thing is to hit those spots like. They have the oldest running parade, the oldest running Christmas parade in the the U.S. So that that starts on the day after, the morning after Thanksgiving. So it kind of starts right there, and that's stuff we want to try to do together. Um, and just it kind of continues with that. Um, just the, the thing, all the stuff that they have going on throughout the year. Of course, we're not going to be here for Christmas itself, um, but leading up to that's kind of some of the things that we've been trying to do is just hit all the local spots and just connect to the city and the community which is a really big thing here man they really want they really want to do things for the community and have stuff and um yeah i mean they got this really cool candlelight stroll in one of the, one of the uh, neighboring towns where all the businesses turn their lights off they still sell but everything is by candlelight. Oh wow, that's cool. Which is super cool, yeah. And they have like a free hot chocolate and caroling, and it's super cool. It's really, it's really nice. And of course, of course, they have all the parks with the Christmas lights, like you know Chief Logan in West Virginia, and I think there's more. What is it, the Willing lights that are a big deal and something else. So I mean, you know, it's stuff like that that we're just trying to do, and um, and just you know, me and Holly are just trying to be together, and you know, sermons in the mix with those sometimes too so
0: yeah i went to the parade and it was the best parade i've ever been to
1: the parade was legitimately what an hour and a half hour and 45 minutes yeah. long yeah
0: that's awesome. and it was
1: there was not a dull like a dull moment no. like it was just those were crazy Yeah. but i am hearing that once you see it you see it every year
0: oh that's but the way it cool. is
1: all the time well, yeah yeah
0: we'll know for sure next year when we see it again
1: yeah <laughs> Yeah, but it was, I mean, it was so awesome. I mean, they the, some of the stuff they were doing was just like, wow, okay. Because Peoria considers themselves a small town. Which is crazy. And they're not a small town. Like, you, I mean, you're talking about 200,000 just in the city. And then what they consider the the surrounding area is another, like, 300,000 people. Oh, wow. And it's like, okay. You're a small town. All right, whatever. But what they do is they compare themselves to like Chicago or something. You know, oh, Well, that's I mean? true. And they are a small town. When you go to a city like St. Louis yeah. and you look back and you're like, Oh yeah. Okay. Peoria is small. Yeah, that's true. So, but Peoria is bigger in mass than it is city. Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying is like, they take like that. That was serious. Like they call themselves a small town, but they run that parade. Like they were in New York city. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that, that meant a lot to me because they took it serious.
2: No, I appreciate that. That's, it's kind of crazy because they, you, you're like, you people are saying small town, but let me go show you
1: small town. Right, man. Yeah. Yeah. And they, so the place we live, the, the neighboring town that we live is called Pekin. And it's just like another, like Peoria area. And it's 33,000 people and it's a small community. That's wild. Mm -hmm. I'm like, God, it's 33,000 people. Charleston, West Virginia is what, 50 or 45 or something like that? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't so, okay. Right around there. <laughs> so, yeah. That's yeah, wild. Yeah, man. So uh, I hope that answers your question.
2: It does. It does. Um, well, you kind of answered because I was like, well, I wonder what Sherman's doing. He's like tagging along.
1: Yeah, he's pretty much, you know. Classic
2: Sherman. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. He's just, he's looking at me so crazy right now. I just can't handle it, okay?
0: <laughs> I feel like I'm looking at you normally.
1: Yeah, okay.
0: <laughs>
1: but yeah, he's usually with us.
0: <laughs> yeah. We've enjoyed our, uh, our little adventures around. Uh, um, it's been pretty great. <laughs> <laughs> Help us, Lord.
2: <laughs> well... Guys, I don't, I don't know. I feel like we've kind of reached a natural stopping point. Yeah, I think um, it's been good. It's been good. I know that maybe it's good that this one's a little bit shorter than we normally go because um, people don't, you know, people, if you're, I don't know. I feel like if you're driving, you could be listening to a podcast, but this is the time of year that it's appropriate to listen to Christmas music. Yeah. So, oh yeah, get Buble out of his cage. Let him
1: let no. him roam free. Free no, the Buble. Best,
0: best Christmas album ever. <laughs> Don't you ever say that on my podcast again.
1: It's a good it's a good album. Hey, Fish, what are you listening to this Christmas? Anything new? Real quick, before I actually
2: we end? have I have found this like jazz swing Christmas Ooh. playlist on iTunes. All right. And it's been perfect for the commute to work because it's just, I mean, it's got just some wild things. But, um, yeah, we've not had, we've not really had any long trips recently. But uh, the go-tos are always some, uh, what, Mannheim Steamroller. Oh, um, nice. I mean, obviously, I love Michael Bu- Bublé's um Christmas. Album. I actually was referencing Santa Buddy the other day. Um, Mm. I love the Muppets Christmas Carol album, which is my favorite. Um, Favorite Christmas movie is Muppets Christmas Carol that I have to watch every year. And the music from that. um, You know, if I could be any person ever, I would be uh, the ghost of Christmas present because he's like my favorite human being. I think you are him, Fish. I don't know how I would do if only if only lived for one day a year, but or one day period. Um, but it's uh, so that's always one of my go tos. Uh I'd orchestras up there. Um, yeah. You know, another Christmas music is like I said. I was talking about my dad. He loves Christmas music. Was talking to my mother yesterday about uh, "Must Be Santa" by Bob Dylan. I think. Have you guys ever heard that song?
1: Yeah, Mm -hmm. Bob Dylan's album is underrated. (laughs)
2: It's it's good. So there's a Chris. One of my Christmas memories is it's Christmas morning, and we are downstairs. Um, Me and my younger brother are sitting there. We're waiting on my older brother, uh, his wife, and their two kids to get over there so we can open presents. And my dad puts on Bob Dylan's "Must Be Santa," cranks it all the way up. (laughs) And so he's got his little Christmas hat on, and I don't remember what he had, but it was like his, like, Christmas pajamas. I don't know. I could be wrong. Um, Right. But he ran around the house and started kicking people um, to the beat of Must Be Santa. Nice. And he's just running in a circle, kicking, like, he'd come and kick me, and then I was, like, shooting it on video, and he would (laughs) kick my brother, and then he would just run in a circle and kick people. And so it's like... so. So obviously, I get I get pretty hype when I hear "Must Be Santa" by Bob Dylan.
1: I like it, man. So that's awesome. I want to do something different to send us off today. Is that all right? Sure. One more time. Don't I don't start to. with Sherman because he'll he'll steal your thunder. <laughs> I, I will not. <laughs> One more time before we end. I mean, this is to a decade. Here's to a decade that's coming to an end, and here's to a group of friends. Um, hold your glasses high, even if it's empty, even if you've already, if you, even if you already drink it or whatever. And we're going to do a little ting ting, you know. And uh, we're going to end this podcast. We're going to end this decade on a high note. I love each and every one of you. I love you, Fish. I love you, Sherman. All right.
0: I love you guys. I love
1: you guys. Merry Christmas. I don't know how to. Merry Christmas to all, and to all a good night.